0: Lob Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: This wonderful, wonderful time, right on the brink of the winter solstice. We are within um, almost um, minutes or within an hour and 45 minutes or so of the actual time. And I am just so happy to be welcoming on the show once again in just a moment the wonderful Sonia Grace, who um, I have to say, I am just so thankful that Sonia comes to this show regularly now. I know that many of you are regular followers of Sonia and are actually making a habit of listening to our episodes on the equinoxes and the solstices. And Sonia is the author of Become an Earth Angel, Advice and Wisdom for Finding Your Wings and Living in Service, that's her latest book, and also "Earth Earthway, Healing Medicine for the Soul a practical guide for ceremonies for the earth. And tonight we are really going to be gifted by Sonia, I feel, with some wonderful wisdom. And we're going to have some ceremony here tonight. Um, We are really going to have a beautiful evening. Um, Sonia has, for over 30 years, assisted people all over the world. She really helps. People with balance. And Sonia's been on many, many broadcasts, including George Norrie's Beyond the Leaf TV program, multiple appearances on Coast to Coast AM. And she conducts workshops worldwide, has many plans. She's getting more and more involved in film, she's appeared at many high profile conferences. And her website is soniagrace.com. And if you're listening to this show in the future, I welcome you across time. It may be a future solstice, for all we know. And you are here with us tonight in this time and this space. So I am just so happy to welcome Sonia
0: on phone. Hi. Welcome,
1: Sonia. <laughs>
0: Hi. Thanks for having me back on. I'm so happy to be here. And happy winter solstice. Oh,
1: happy winter solstice to you mm-hmm. too. What a wonderful holiday time. I I was telling Sonia before the show just to the audience that I was so happy to go walking today out in nature and enjoy the sunshine and um the the snow where I am right now and the 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 stream that I got to enjoy, just just such wonderful energy today.
0: That sounds wonderful, and I'm sorry I'm not there with you. I would, um <laughs> I really I, I I love this time of year, and I love being able to be outside, especially in a a climate you know that even though it's cold, you can still go out bundled up. Um, uh, here in Portland today, we had some high winds. And oh, dear. the traffic—I don't know what happens to people. It's like someone hands out, a, you know, a card that says you will drive every day before Christmas, and you will mm-hmm. drive multiple times because the traffic was just unbelievable today. And I, I was so grateful to come home and, and you know, and I was it, talk to you and and the audience and everyone who's listening. Happy Winter Solstice! I'm really happy to. Connect with everyone. I know a lot of people are listening that follow me on Facebook and and follow you on Facebook, Susan. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just really pleased that you guys are all tuned in because we got a lot of good things to talk about. Well,
1: I I know that we do, and you know something that I think a lot of us have observed, and I certainly have seen this too, is my goodness, Sonia, what in the heck is going on? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's been a lot energetically. It seems like everybody's in a, a pretty powerful time right now. There's just a lot going on um, for everyone right now, and we're on the brink of a full moon here as well. And I I wonder if you can um, launch this by sharing, you know, what is going on energetically right now, and why are we all feeling it so powerfully?
0: Well, absolutely. Um, I feel that because we've moved into this fifth dimension, there's downloads, if you will, surges of energy that come through. We have cosmic rays that come through to the planet. We've got, you know, solar flares. We have all kinds of influx from our galaxy and our sun that are affecting us daily. And this energy is, right now, is in a time where we're making a really big transformation. And this transformation um and I've certainly asked a lot of people how are you feeling? A lot of people are feeling squeezed right now. And I mean really squeezed, irritable, mm-hmm. angry, pushed up against it, you know, frustrated, at the end of their rope. And you know it's <laughs> it's it's okay, <laughs> it's okay, you guys yeah. Um, yeah. a lot of people are feeling this, and a lot of it has to do with the adjustment of our energy field our that big space around you called your aura. Our energy field has to adjust to this higher frequency, and a lot of times it's not easy, you know it's it's it is a change, a transformation that we're all making, and we have to really get down and do the work in order to make that transition, transformation and you know our resistance, our feeling of not maybe being on board with that or you know, I don't care, Sonia, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I've heard that too. Um is you know, is perfectly fine and people can go crawl under a rock if they want to. That's perfectly fine. But but the bottom line is is our galaxy and this planet we're on, it's changing. And we as human species need to either get on board and really, you know, like adjust our frequency or it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. So I, you know, this is a really big push up until the full moon, which is on Christmas Day. And then once we get past that full moon, then we're on the other side of it. So everybody listening out there just, you know, hang on. We got a few more days to get through this and more importantly, really ground yourself and ask yourself, what am I resisting? What is so important that I'm holding on to that I have to resist it and be all cranky and upset and frustrated and irritable about it? That's my question. Yeah. What are we what are we feeling that we can't just let go and say, you know what? It's it's a great ride. However it comes out, whatever it looks like, I am not in resistance and let go.
1: Yes. Oh, I mm-hmm. so appreciate that. It just seems to be a time of surrender because if you look around right now at the world and mm-hmm. there can be a lot, there are a lot of fear-based things going on. There's a lot of just craziness <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel there is. Like like how is this happening? Am I really seeing this? You know, that 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 some of the voices that are becoming popular that that mm-hmm. you just can't quite understand what it is that, that's carrying these voices and getting to so many people and and, you know, the the biases that are becoming surfaced, the decisions that seem to be out there right. that are right. that are surfacing and so as as people who choose to flow in the space of peace and of love and of harmony, um, even as we deal with these tumultuous things, you know, how do we, you know, like you say, we we just need to hang in
0: there, it sounds like. Well, we need to hang in there, but I think it's also helpful, um, especially for the, you know, the spiritually minded people who are following some, you know, some semblance of, you know, structure and I meditate and I, you know, try to eat organically and I'm really trying to make a difference in how I exist in this world and how I am in service to other humans and animals and everything on the planet. I think it's important that we really look at the fact that the soup that we've all swam in forever in a day here on Earth is dualism and dualism is literally splitting apart and we're watching huge huge like enormous goodness happening oh that's so good and yeah. and these people are doing good and we're watching huge huge dark bad stuff happening and and yeah. these two things keep getting bigger and the, I don't know if you guys can all relate to what I'm saying in terms of news and everything else but the momentum oh, yeah of both sides of dualism, is building. And it's because it's literally splitting apart. That's why, you know, I'm such a stickler about teaching that we must stay centered, we must stay in the middle, we must not engage our energy in one side or the other, but to find that inner place called peace so that we can truly step back and simply observe. Because as it splits apart, we're, we're all going to really be you know tested if you will to see you know what are you going to do are you going to go to the left are you going to go to the right are you going to stay in the center and mm-hmm. personally i vote you know we all stay in the center because mm-hmm. it's it's a much it's it's a it's a place to me that deep deep inner peace is the closest alignment to source to creator to the goddess that we have that's the place when we really go there in our meditation when we go into that space and we can feel it and then we can carry it through our daily lives that's going to help people because the world's getting kind of wonky it really is and everybody knows it you know i've seen many many wonderful people completely have psychotic breaks i've seen many people just you know go and hide i mean it's it's amazing what's happening humanity as this split takes place. And you know, I really invite the listeners to not run and hide and don't go wonky on us. Just get back <laughs> to your meditation. And if you feel like you're getting lost again, get back to your meditation. Because that's yeah. like that's like your home base. That's where it's an inside job now. We have to go in. You know, it's 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 interesting, Sonia, but lately
1: um what I'm finding is, you know, it's just simple. As observing your breath, I I find myself in situations that are stressful. You know, if I allow them to be, and it's right. just okay. You know, this thing that's out here, wherever you're, you're in a busy airport or whatever. You know, yeah. it can be anything. You know, we're all dealing with different people with different points of view. There are two mm-hmm. things that are helping me: observe your breathing. That really helps. And then also, I'm finding okay. Where's the love at the center? Where's the love at the center? Because we mm-hmm. all can be pulled. I find you know I can be mm-hmm. polarized. you know i'm I'm here an imperfect human being incarnated mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and perfectly imperfect and 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 so I mean we can all be pulled and swayed out of that alignment and mm-hmm. and yet. I tell you, that observing and breathing. There's a commercial on Sonya I've seen repeated multiple times. I don't watch television very much, but it's been on a lot around me lately. And there's a commercial for a massage place where there's a woman sitting on a plane, and it's exactly about that. And I'm just laughing because it's a synchronicity. She's Mm -hmm. she's in this chaotic plane, and it's like, you know, and they're, they're advertising a massage place, but it's just telling her, you know, and she's just breathing in this peaceful place. (laughs) <laughs> that she's reminded, she's reminded this is where you need to be and that you can take it anywhere. You can take it. There could be people heading out on the road. The road's in the west. There is tons of snow, a lot of, a lot of stress. I, I saw a tree yep. did fall in Forest Grove. That was on national news. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on that even weather can, can get us a little worked up sometimes when we're facing a challenge.
0: And, well, but- yes. Thank you. The one, the one thing that we all share, and that is, you know, when people use the phrase, and I've said this on your show before, when, pe- when people use the phrase, we're all one, the mm-hmm. oneness that we share is that we all have the same palette of emotions. We all feel pain. We all feel sadness and joy and resentment and anger and frustration. We all feel these feelings. We all have a similar experience with pain and sadness and joy and happiness, all of it. And that's the glue that makes us all one. And those emotions are the vibration that goes out into the universe. That's like our thats our secret language, you know, that we've been speaking for lifetimes. And that energy goes out into the universe and the universe goes, oh, like vibration coming back at you. Here's some joy. You know, here's some sadness. Here's some this. Here's some that. And all of the time that we're here, we have the opportunity to really connect with the Earth. You know, and that's what I see the solstice and the equinoxes really kind of in in the old days. It was our way of really connecting with the planet and getting back to what these markers are through time. But in our society now, we're so up in our heads. Because we've moved you know from the fourth dimension and more of that heart space that the fourth dimension was into the fifth, which is now we're in the throat, people are speaking their truth even if you don't want to hear it. it's coming out every which way mm-hmm. and and people are having neck problems and throat issues and thyroid issues, and I mean it's just this fifth dimension, this fifth chakra energy has been really tremendous, and a lot of people want to just push past it and go nope. I'm going straight to the head. <laughs> I want to be in my brain <laughs> because it's easier to deal with everything and to figure it uh-huh. out mentally. So well, we have to bring it. that energy back down into the heart and bring it back yeah. down so that there's a freeway between the voice, the throat, and the heart, and, and we're going back into the heart to express that fifth dimensional energy. But the solstice, is it, this winter solstice in particular, You know, it's a time where we can honor the fact that the earth is quiet right now, especially for those of us in winter climates. The earth is in a slumber. There's so many things that are asleep, that are dormant, and we forget. You know, we're stomping around outside, making lots of noise, and yet really we should be honoring the state that the earth is in and really yeah. recognizing that in this darkness that we all feel, and believe me, in Portland, Oregon, it is dark. Yes. <laughs> it is very dark here. <laughs> We've had clouds and rain for days. And and mm. to honor that darkness, to recognize that like a birth, we're in that birth canal right now, and we're going to be really literally born into the light as we pass through this shortest day and this darkest day, the light starts to come back and we start to connect with that light, you know, on the other side of the solstice up to the summer solstice, which is the longest day and the most light that we get. And I, I just I think to remember those really basic elements of these markers in time, you know, it it's it's very important to me because it's it's where so many religious holidays really got their their holidays is from yeah. these markers.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, there was a, a yet another um, again. There's I just had this opportunity to watch. I, I hardly ever watch television news. I mean, I I really kind of avoid it, but it's just been mm-hmm. on around me more. And there's the story, Sonia, as you were talking about and and my heart goes out to these these people, whatever happened, but they are where um the boy scouts, I guess the scout leader was that they were exploring a cave where apparently a bear was slumbering. and you were talking about you know the earth slumbering, and we're stomping around, and mm-hmm. I guess they disturbed the bear who then attacked you know attacked the the scout leader mm-hmm. and and as I was listening to you and and thinking about the story, which I heard on the news. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how, um, you know, we do a lot of stomping around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we do. And, and and yet, you know, can we honor the cycles of the year? That you know, at this time of year, yes, there are bears in caves mm-hmm. slumbering. and mm-hmm. and you know, it's a matter when I when I hear a story like that, I just think about okay, you know, how how are we stomping around? Essentially, I made okay. a choice today, Tonya, to walk to the grocery. I could have just as easily have driven. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we all made that choice, I mean, I had a mm-hmm. way to walk. I was partly there when I was walking out in nature, and I just thought, you know what, I need to get a few things, and I'm just going to keep walking <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of going mm-hmm. back and driving. And, and if we could make that choice more,
0: um, right. how would we each change the earth just a little bit? You know, every right. little bit, it adds up. Right, right, and the bigger problems that overwhelm us, and so many of you guys listening right now, I know how sensitive you are. I know you pick up on things crazy, and it overwhelms you. And for some of you, it completely arrests you, like you feel like you can't move, and possibly like you can't breathe. And mm-hmm. and and my mind goes immediately to China where they have been you know at, at a level 5 like the highest level of you know air quality mm-hmm. pollution and and it's 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 crazy it's crazy and and it is overwhelming and as i breathe this clean air in portland oregon i i i feel for the people i have great empathy for the people who are living in china and having to breathe that kind of air so how do we solve these things how do we get in and you know and kind of feel like we're doing some good for the earth and helping with that well my my feeling is we envision in our minds and our hearts a healthy earth we envision healthy water beautiful clear streams and clear air and we and we send our energy all of we ground our energy into the earth and as you ground your energy into the earth you know your heart energy might have some love and prayer for the earth that the earth can heal and that this water and air around the earth can heal you know there's so much that we have that we can do energetically it's it's incredible and if we all are united with the thought of Holding that vision that the Earth is going to be healthy, that the waters are clean and the air is clean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, think of what we could do. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. wow. Yeah. You that's, know, well, there's, that's that's there's where that's one. where the oneness of humanity can really be effective. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sonia. Many years ago, I had a, a series of visionary
1: experiences where I felt oneness with the Earth, and one of the things that they came to it was a, a part of my awakening which was pretty intense um and and one of the things that came to me and i'm curious about this from your perspective and, and i i have a feeling i think i recall you may have written about some of this as well is across time i i found a lot of experience it just this can draw you know you just talk about you know how we're, we're honoring and thinking about what's happened but you know that presence of time you know just just forgetting the illusion of linear time and mm-hmm. and just connecting. And, and I connected back then, Sonia, to a time on the earth when it was amazing. I mean, just, yeah. you know, last year mm-hmm. before and, and other times when we've had other civilizations, I felt this incredible connection across time. And even to the future, I connected to a point where the earth was, so the sun had expanded. You know, someday our sun will will become a red giant. And mm-hmm. I even felt that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. and then then it expanded into a true one with the, the universe went to the sun and it went out. But the thing is, is how can we um, bring that perspective of no time? Because right here with us is this time where, you know, there is no climate change. And, you know, we're not impacting the earth in the way that we are right now. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. And that we are
0: in a pristine place across time. Right. Well, and and here's a really good example of that. Look at how many people are completely drawn to the show Outlander and are vicariously mm-hmm. living through Claire um, being yeah. in the 1700s where there is pristine landscape and beautiful, clean air up in Scotland. I mean, there's so many different time periods that people are – gravitating look at the throngs of people that have gravitated to Star Wars and, mm-hmm. and in a time period that's completely in the future that they're that they are totally connected to you know it's not just the characters it's the time periods that people are connecting to so so in terms of how do we sort of get out of the whole time space experience is, again, sorry to sound like a broken record, but it's it's through meditation. It's really being able to go into your meditation and find that place deep in the Hara, connect with peace deep in the Hara, and you're in a timeless, spaceless place. I mean, it, it, there is no time and space when you're in that place. And you're able to then bring that with you, your experience, into the world. and And actually, I feel it helps people to be more present because that's where we get time and space all goofed up is that we're busy thinking about what we're supposed to be doing and what we didn't get done. And we're either in the future or the past and we're not really in the present moment feeling what we're feeling right now. Yes. Yes. So true. Mm -hmm. And,
1: you know, it's, In the future and the past, they do get all mixed up together. You want to know something, and I'll point this out just because it came to me. And I really hadn't thought about it until you said what you said, Sonia. What have we heard so many times about Star Wars? Well, how does it start? And what does it have to say about time and our perception? Because most of it, I I hadn't really thought about it recently. We think of that as a future You know, when we think about the timelessness of this universe and this multiverse, because what it says at the beginning is a long time ago in a galaxy Mm -hmm. far, far away, and yet we tend to think that it has to be in the future. They think they've observed an alien civilization because of a signature of a star, but that civilization lived Many, many, I can't remember how long ago, I think it's something like 11,000 years at least because of the time it takes for the light to come to us. And all of these things, Sonia, are -hmm. reminding us of timelessness. And and things about time that, and and, and what does that do? It does bring us to the present moment. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of unites, it, it, it just shows time to be the illusion that it is. It's not what we think of it.
0: Right and for and for those of you listening that have children and you have to get them to school on time and you know you have to <laughs> you yes, know feed, so feed your baby every 3 <laughs> hours and you know and do all these things that really require time um you know I honor and respect you for that and and have a lot of uh, I have a lot of respect for people who have to keep that kind of time I have a very busy schedule clients yes, morning mm-hmm. noon and night and I have to keep time to know when the next client is but 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 there is a timelessness that one can achieve by simply being in the moment and you know and fun things happen i remember um once uh my husband and i we were driving from flagstaff to phoenix and we had to get there in a certain amount of time anyways we took completely blew out the whole time <laughs> time space continuum uh-huh. because we got there and I don't know, like crazy short, short amount of time, and it we we shaved off, you know, an hour. I mean, it, it's it's not even conceivable when I describe to you guys what happened, but somehow it happened, and we ended up in Phoenix way before you know we thought we'd get there, and and these things can happen, and and we we forget. That's the part. That's the magic. I wanted to you know sort of sprinkle around onto everybody tonight is is to say don't don't forget that these things can happen don't forget yes. that that unusual things magical things oh my god yes. somebody calls me yes. up and says i saw an orb there was an orb floating around in the room and you know or or someone else calls me up and says i don't know how it happened but i ended up over here and i was over there and it's like the magic that exists on this planet is phenomenal incredible and in the old days We used to access it. We used to know how to ground our energy and bring that energy up from the earth. And that's why, you know, in all my meditation retreats, everything that I teach, it's about connecting to the earth and your energy and bringing that earth energy up. I'm so, yeah, I'm just so um, hopeful that people, you know, when you feel like you're, you know, you're tired and you're, you're you're kind of you know you've got the voice in your head that's going yeah and i got to go to work tomorrow and you know blah 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 and then i got to drive home and blah 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 when you get to that place and you feel really you know like it's just why am i doing this it's such a grind and i'm not happy find where the magic is remember something in your life where you've experienced that you were in the woods a deer walked across your path you know, you were driving down the, the road and an eagle flew over you. Those are magical moments. You know that, Susan. You go out in the woods every day. I
1: definitely do. And even when yeah. I'm not, you know that when I'm not in the woods. I, last night I dreamt of the woods, and there was actually a fence on one side of me. I was on a path like I couldn't quite get there, but it was like in dream time I was in the woods. I have incredible magical things happen in the woods Mm -hmm. and even Mm -hmm. here i'm in a cold climate away from the ocean and i'm seeing seagulls constantly and i'm thinking you know i was pointing it out to someone that you know the great lake or or the great salt lake isn't all that far from here but it's just weird i mean Mm -hmm. i keep seeing these seagulls here Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and you know these are and i swear i almost i saw an eagle um and you know because i really connect to the eagles. um where out in the Pacific Northwest. And so, so absolutely, and I've had all kinds of unusual, mystical things happen in the forest and, you know, with animals appearing very magically. They come closer right. to you. I mean, if I could encourage right. anyone is get out into nature because nature yeah. will respond to you. It is incredibly magical, including time things. I've had weird time things happen in the right. forest the more that I visit. So um, these right. things are real. We live in a magical world.
0: We really do. It's very special, and 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 despite you know the pollution in China and the you know the the horrible fighting in Syria and all these things that we all spend time worrying about, you know, despite these things, um, you know, the Earth is is pretty darn tough and has been here a long, long time. And there's been different phases of humanity that have come and gone. There's been different phases of other you know beings alive on Earth, like the dinosaurs and you know there's yeah. there's time periods where the Earth has gone through radical shifts and changes, and land masses have pushed up and moved and you know and and we're we're living on a live body, and she is yeah. moving and shifting all the time. so yes, it's great. To be able to help out in any way you can, and to send your prayers and your love deep into the earth, and ask that your love and your prayers heal her, because she needs help too. She's in the middle of this, you know, giant transformation in this higher frequency, like we are. But but it's also important to remember that, um, you know, the earth is a is a very powerful planet, and um, she, she's got this. Yeah, if she's gone. You know, it's funny.
1: This must be my night for talking about television. I guess we both are to a point. But there was a time, mean, I haven't watched too many shows, but I watched part of this series, um, I guess it was a few years ago. I don't remember how many years, about it was something like After Humans or something. And it was astonishing how quickly the Earth could reclaim itself. And that's what it showed. I mean, it even showed all the nuclear reactors melting out And, you know, we think of that as just utterly if that happens but even that after some time the earth took care of it i mean not to say that we can just do whatever we want that's not what this show was saying but what it was showing was that um, the earth is powerful and does know how to reclaim itself over a very long period of time ultimately um, there have been multiple civilizations on this planet,
0: and we get a little bit full of ourselves sometimes. Yeah, I we think, do. We really do. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> you know, and something something else that I thought of that I really wanted to share with people is the responsibility that we have. You know, this, this next year, 2016, I'm doing what I'm calling Earth Angel Training Courses, and uh-huh. it, it's all, they're based on my book, Become an Earth Angel, and what they're designed for is to go into the emotional body, to go into the spiritual body, the mental body, the physical body in four different retreats and, and, and to help people, whatever industry they're in, whatever they do, to really have a different experience, to learn a new kind of responsibility with that part of themselves so that they can live their life in service. And again like I said maybe you're a plumber maybe you're an electrician maybe you're a healer maybe you're a you know a, a an astrologer whatever it's it's to help everybody. And and yeah. this responsibility thing is big and I I really hope I can get this across to your listeners right now. This this energy that we're in this higher frequency means that we all have to become more responsible. We have to take yeah. care of our energy better. We can't do things the way that we did during the fourth dimension and that means you know like the 60s, 70s and 80s you know like there was a whole lot of partying going down and seriously <laughs> that kind of energy right now in this higher frequency it doesn't work and you mm-hmm. know the people who do still party and drink a lot or you know do a lot of drugs whatever it's it's having a weird effect on them and it's a it's it's almost like it's almost like they move backwards in time. And and so I want to encourage everybody to really look at what your addictions are, especially at this time of the year. You know, sit down with yourself and say, yeah, I'm really addicted to my phone. I'm really addicted to shopping. I'm really addicted to gaming, and I'm really addicted to um, pot. You know, whatever your choice, your addiction is, mm-hmm. and take a look again. Why do I need this? What am I doing this for? How is this really serving me? in this higher frequency so that I can be here fully conscious and awake because, you know, it, it doesn't work to say on one hand, I want consciousness. I want, you know, I, I want to transcend. And at the same time, you know, you're going out and, you know, having, you know, six drinks and coming home drunk. I mean, it, it doesn't work that way. And I'm not, See, I don't want anybody to think I'm poo-pooing them for having drinks. I'm simply saying there's things that we have to change if we're going to survive in this higher frequency. And some of those things that have to change is how we are treating our bodies, how we're keeping our filters clear or not. That's a really big thing. So if you do go out and have some drinks during the holiday season, make sure you're really clearing yourself. You're using cedar, you're clearing your body out, you know, and you're and you're trying to keep your energy field clear, because a lot of these things that I'm talking about that are addictions pull draw the energy down, and lower your vibration, and then and then it is a real head banging time. It's hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, this notion of responsibility that you say,
1: you know, it, it, mm-hmm. it is really important. And, you know, I had someone come up to me on the trail that I like to walk in the Pacific Northwest who told me that there's a trend, this is a little bit of a different concept, but it disturbed me a little, that there's a trend where people have been just doing whatever they want in natural areas, like, just because they say, oh, well, it's not going to have a long-term impact, and that I'm part of the environment, and that I can do whatever I want to the environment. It's some kind of... New freedom movement, so that like hmm. if you want to go and and ruin some area, you know, like set up and, and actually not follow whatever the, the the rules are in the area, um, maybe mm-hmm. make a clearing or something, you know. Well, that's just your part of being in the environment. And when I heard that, I thought, wow, I mean, that mm-hmm. that's really selfish, you know. That 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 was contrary. It was like a contrast that mm-hmm. that it was it was like intentionally. Um, yeah. the intentionally just marring an area, saying, "Well, I I have dominion over this. I can do whatever I want." And yeah, that's and, and that's the t- arrogance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that the same thing, just to link it to what you just said, can be said with how we treat our bodies and ourselves. Yeah. That that you tend to, you know, just haphazardly go, you know, just say, "Well, you know, I can do whatever I want," and and there are consequences mm-hmm. to that when you don't take responsibility Absolutely. i know Absolutely. I know that I'm learning it's a process um for me that's one of the areas that I'm learning over time mm-hmm. is how to take mm-hmm. more and more responsibility for my health and mm-hmm. I encourage people to step into that you know mm-hmm. and to just you know to to start incorporating yoga well. and, and meditation and things.
0: One of the one of the things that's really taking our youth by storm and has for some time is gaming, um, you know, like oh, playing the yeah. video games. And some of the video games yeah. are really dark. They're very scary. They're very violent. And just in this last week alone, I've had four different people, adults, parents, two children call me for appointments and say, my child is, you know, playing these games, or I ask mm-hmm. them, is your child playing video games, like the real dark, kind of scary ones. Yeah, yeah, they play those kind. And all four of these people have, um, you know, like between 14 and 16 years old um, kids who are playing these games, and weird behavior is coming out of them. And the common denominator that I've seen in all of these kids over the years, and this is many, many kids that I've worked on and cleared entities out of because these games open them up psychically to a lower vibration. And the astral plane is they all, this is really going to sound weird, so hold on to your hats, audience. Um, all of these kids go into their closets and pee in their closet at night. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? interesting? And uh, And That's one neat. parent actually could hear the voice of the entity talking to her son and her son talking back. I kid you not. So, so you know, not that you're all going to run and grab the, game, the games that you bought and throw them away that are under the tree, but I really want people to, again, look at this and take responsibility. These are powerful. These images that these kids are getting, and all of these kids are really, really sensitive. And so there's that part of them that's super open. And, you know, if something comes through a game, meaning some part of that child kind of opens... To that astral plane then then you know you have weird things that can happen to the child an entity gets attached to them you know they've got stuff going on in their rooms they start getting depressed they start peeing in their closet whatever um and absolutely i suggest you call me because i can clear that but there has to be the responsibility and the follow-through of okay you can play these games you know um you know, Hello Kitty and, you know, Scooby-Doo, but we're not going to play these (laughs) dark Warcraft games and all this other stuff, right? Uh Mm -hmm.
1: And, and you know, there are a lot of adults addicted to games. I mean, I know a lot of, I I know
0: multiple adult gamers, and
1: and it can be all-consuming
0: when that occurs. Yes, and, you know, let's, God, we could go into mind control and all kinds of stuff, but... (laughs) But I'll spare you. I just, I feel like, you know, I just want to shout out to everyone, wake up, you know. Let's really take responsibility for what's coming into our world, our environment, what we're watching, what we're drinking, what we're eating. Just a little bit more awareness, a little bit more consciousness. Um, Every little bit helps. And this isn't about anybody feeling bad about themselves or, oh, my God, I let my kid play those games. This isn't about that. This isn't about shame and blame and guilt right now. This is about all of us saying, okay, I'm going to be the adult. I'm going to parent my own inner child and make sure that he or she feels safe and protected and loved and appreciated and valued. And then I'm going to go parent my own children, and I'm going to take care of these things in my world from the place of being an adult. Yep, and my guides are now singing the Hallelujah Choir.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, something I'm encouraged by is I've seen, again, lately I've seen in the news and in different places just how there are these natural child movements. I mean, how parents are are going back to, um, you know, not, not, it's real, you know, it's real easy to rely on those video games and on television. Yeah. You know, it, it actually calms yeah. your child. You know, they're occupied, right? Right, well, babysitting, yeah. It, it, it is, it is. Mm-hmm. And there's a new trend to ever more engagement, you know, directly engaging your child. And, mm-hmm. and I have to believe that, you know, as a parent or a grandparent, the more engaged you are in play with your your children or grandchildren, the more connected you're going to be, the more joyous yes. you're going to be.
0: Right, right. And I always tell people who <clears throat> maybe, you know, can't quite visualize their own inner child, you know, uh-huh. go hold your grandchild. Go hold, you know, your the new baby born in the family or your sister's baby or whoever. Go hold that baby or that little two-year-old and see them clearly as you would see your own self as the inner child and it really helps i think it's a really great um you know it's a it's a great part of our human experience but like you and i've been talking about so many things get sort of missed and set aside because we're in a busy society running here running there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Um,
1: absolutely and we all experience this i know um and it takes mindfulness and, and heartfulness I think mm-hmm. most of all is like you mm-hmm. said at the beginning, that connection to the heart. And you know, we can all get stressed and tied up in our schedules like, like we talked about, mm-hmm. you know? Um and and you remind us to, to come back to center. And in fact with that said, as I look at the clock mm-hmm. <laughs> that's counting down, I thought we'd spend um you know, we're we're in the last about I don't know about 14 useful minutes, I suppose, of the show or, or right. so. Now right. is a good time um, to to go back to, to some of the things that we should be reflecting upon at this solstice and to start help setting. I know right at the end we're going to have a bit of a, a, a meditative time, a prayer, and or a, a ceremony in a way. Um, and, and what I'd like you to do, Sonia, I'm just going to let you flow with this is to help us again with what is the significance right now and and how do we flow into this time in the best most organic way.
0: Well I think you know, I think prayer is very powerful. I think that um any kind of of you know ritual that you know, people can do on their own in in acknowledging this darkest day and that the coming light is you know, this this welcome, this birth, if you will, that we go through at this time of year. And that it's hard. I mean, believe me, you know, being a a baby in the womb is not an easy thing either and you know it's it's hard and then there's the the dangerous part of the baby turning and is the head in the right position and now they're going to come through the birth canal and it's very dangerous and then then the baby's born it's like oh everybody sighs a huge relief yes okay the baby's here and the baby's breathing and you know it's like that's what we're all going through we're in this dark space we're in this this place where it's it's ver it's thin the the wall between the spirit realm and here is the thinnest it gets all year, so we have to be respectful of the spirit world. we have to be quiet and walk quietly because they're right there, it's very close, the veil is the thinnest, and I just encourage everyone to you know say some prayers and and maybe go into a meditation or a, a ritual if you will and thank the earth for this time of year and you know connect with creator and and the goddess and, and and feel this time as you're coming into the light and and the other part that's going to illuminate all of us quite a lot is on Christmas day is a full moon and I want to read this prayer for a full moon because I think it's so appropriate This full moon being sort of the culmination of this big squeeze, this transformation we're all going through right now, as difficult as it's been, I want to feel on that full moon that we're all really illuminated. So the prayer is on this night, we are grateful, Mother Earth, for your full moon illuminating the darkness and showing us all that needs to be seen. Our emotional bodies are one with the reflection of light. That comes to us on this sacred eve and is a constant reminder of the light that lives within each one of us. We ask you, Mother Earth, to continue to bless us with the abundance of your food, shelter, and warmth. And we ask that you always remember how much we appreciate what you give us. It is with the deepest gratitude in our hearts that we thank you for your beauty, your light, and your love. May the light of each one of us shine deeply into your sacred land. I think that's so important for where we're going to be as we come through this transformation that we're experiencing right now. So if you're feeling depressed and you're feeling irritated and like you've just been at the end of your rope, really, really hold on because we're coming through to this incredible light that's going to be this full moon (laughs) on Christmas and we're going to come through this solstice into the light and i'm sure each one of you is going to feel much better after this yeah. and do i have time to to share this um prayer for the winter solstice oh yes you have plenty of time we have we okay. have time left for sure okay okay so here's your prayer for the winter solstice Um, and all of you that are listening right now, I just want you guys to know I really feel your heart. I feel your love. Um, I can hear some of you, actually, so good job on telepathy. (laughs) And I want to go into this prayer now for the winter solstice so everyone can have a moment, even if this is the moment that you choose to make as your little ceremony for this winter solstice. I'm with you on it. Okay, so thank you, Mother Earth, for this sacred time where we experience the longest night and the shortest day. As the dark triumphs, but only briefly, we are in gratitude for the solstice as it marks the turning point to the light. From now until the summer solstice, as the nights grow shorter and the days grow longer, as the dark wanes and the sun waxes in power, I will pray to you, Goddess, for your continued good health, Clean water, clean air, abundance of crops, and the understanding for humanity to care for you with love. From the dark womb of the night, the light is born, and I am forever grateful to you for all that you provide. I send my love into this sacred earth and to all of humanity for the light that is born on this winter solstice to also illuminate our minds and our hearts. I so I encourage that, that, each of you. Yeah. I encourage each of yes. you to really let that message be what you carry into this what I call the new year after the solstice, into this new year. Yeah. And and I know
1: that there are those listening who are from multiple paths, um, because the show's been surfaced um on the the blog top radio front page and so people are listening who are from multiple paths I'm I really want to reach out to those of you who are listening who, who may feel that some fear or some something that, you know, like this is new or different, that the earth connects us all. This is nothing, nothing to be afraid of, no matter what your path. The, 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 the earth is a part of creation. And so I'm really reaching out to those on different paths right now because I can feel, I'm sure you can feel it too, Sonny, there are people opening up, and and we're coming together more than we realize, you know, and mm-hmm. we
0: can't. hmm Absolutely, and especially in these times, you know, when religion is a hot topic and politics yeah. is a hot topic and everything seems to be a hot topic. You know, I, I say stand back, get centered, and observe. There's no reason yeah. to... Um, get all wound up about any of it, really? Because really, this is just a moment in time, and we will be ten years down the road looking back to this, going, "Yep, that was a moment in time." Just like we can look ten years into the past and go, "Huh, boy, I was really wound up about that," but now I'm, I don't really feel anything about it. It was a moment in time, and yeah. the more that we no, can disconnect, the more that we can really disconnect. The charge that we have, you know, let's say you're carrying around something that's really important to you, and you've got this big, you know, thing that happened to you in your past, and you just, you know, you haven't let it go. Ask yourself why? Why? Because it keeps pulling you back and not allowing you to be in the present. So if we let these things go, and we really just say, okay, I have this moment. I have this, and I'm talking with Sonia right now and Susan, and I'm I'm in this moment, and it's it's a great moment then then yeah. that's that's beautiful, because these things yeah. that we hold on into the past or the things that we're worried about we're not going to get done in the future that just pulls you off track and off your center yeah
1: yeah yes and and that is applicable to us all. it really is i yeah. I feel that that this centering place that we can find i mean we can all we we are all drawn to this and and there's there's nothing to fear. It's just it's a natural thing, mm-hmm. and and we can do this. We can feel that, and we can feel the oneness. I really feel this tonight, the oneness. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, when it comes to time, uh, the the show is winding down, and you know, at one point I was thinking we'd end with the prayer, but but you know, we just keep talking, and I think that's okay. I mean, I love how our shows are, son. I have to tell mm-hmm. you. They they are wonderful because there's just such a time of genuine sharing and mm-hmm. and I so appreciate your energy and and I feel you know it's perfectly perfectly appropriate now to because you're doing so much and what's happening is people are feeling in the new year drawn to new things and drawn mm-hmm. to expanding you know like you said it's going to get better we're going to get on the other side so I yep. really do want to give you the opportunity to let people know what you have coming up and, and to remind them of, of of your work and where they can find you because I think more mm-hmm. people are going to be drawn to this in the new year.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, in Portland here, Portland, Oregon, um, the first of the Earth Angel training courses is January 8th through the 10th, and it's the emotional body. We're going to spend you know three days really getting down with what we're doing with our emotional body, what we're doing with our emotions, how we're managing that energy, how we are taking responsibility or not, and really learning new ways to be in in our emotional body. so it's that one's coming up in January, then the next one is in um, March sixth through ninth that's in Oahu, um, Hawaii, and this one is the physical body. And we're going to really learn, understand, experience where we have resistance, where we hold illness and pain and all of that in the physical body and work mm-hmm. through those things. Then the one in Scotland uh, is in May, May 11th through the 15th. This is the spiritual body. And yes, I did say Scotland. <laughs> yes. And I'm really excited yes. about it. It's already half full. So cool. if you're thinking about going to Scotland with me, you better get, get oh, on my, my website. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was the spiritual body, and we're going to be frolicking around the fields with um, all the David Kingdom, and you know it's going to be a really fun time because uh, the spiritual body, of course, is where we're all wanting to be and where we're heading. And then in Joshua Tree, in October, sixth through the ninth, um, Joshua Tree, California, is the mental body, and that's going to be a really powerful one because we're going to be spending time really learning how to get out of the mental body <laughs> so we can be in meditation. All of these retreats are taught in in a state of meditation. We do processing, we do healing, there's lots of healing, but but it's through that you know deep state of meditation that we then go in and do the work. And my new book's coming out next fall. It's called Spirit Traveler. You're going to be oh hearing God. a lot about this and I'm really Thank excited. So hopefully we can talk about that closer the closer we get.
1: I'm so excited for you, Sonia. What a wonderful you. year you have coming up. And, and I know you. many are eagerly awaiting your, your new book. That's wonderful. Stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you, dear soul, for being mm-hmm. here again. I, I so appreciate it. You. Thanks for so having
0: much. me. Mm-hmm. Well, and happy I, holidays to you. Happy Soul um, shows- Mm-hmm. Happy New Year, and to all of the listeners, Happy New Year, Happy Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy <laughs> Solstice, everything. Yeah. Yes, okay.
1: well, thank you. And I echo that to the listeners as well, and to you, Sonia. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. And I hope everyone has a peaceful holiday season. So thank you for being
0: here again, and, and take care. Thank you. Love you, Susan.
1: Love you, too. Take care. Thank you. Um, just a couple of notes here at the end that um, you can go to FrontierBeyondFear.com to learn about upcoming shows. I, as we've been talking here, I was thinking about when the next show will be. Right now on the calendar, I have a year-end special on the 31st that I'm going to do, and we'll see how what flows into that, what surprises, or just I'm not really sure what is all going to be there. We'll see that I was guided to do that. There's also, I can't say for sure, but keep an eye on the schedule because I may once again do a Christmas show, um, either on Christmas Eve or Christmas night for people who are alone. I have done this before, and I just really just reach out to people in blog talk radio land who are feeling aloneness. And and maybe even some depression on that night because the holidays can be that way sometimes. And so I just reach out and do whatever it is I'm guided to do to to be with people. So I sense I will be doing that again this year. So just pay attention to the schedule and I will certainly announce you can follow the show. I always forget to tell people this, but if you join Blog Talk Radio, which is very simple, Um, you can follow these shows, and then you get email announcements. So I really encourage you to do that. Uh, So thank you, everyone. Saying farewell to the live audience here. I appreciate you. And I think to close this out tonight, I am going to play, actually now people are in the future. I'm guided to play something that the artist for the show did, Um, Richard Crooks. It's very short. I'm just going to play something called First Breath, and then I'll close out the show completely. So thank you for being here, everyone. I have appreciated you all year, very much so. And I'm so delighted Sonia was here with us tonight.